Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Satellite, Profile Theater's online supplementary magazine. Satellite is where you will come for interviews with artists, activists, and educators, and whoever else might give you a deeper understanding of the work that Profile puts on the stage or in these troubled times over the internet. At Profile Theater, we spend an entire season exploring the work of a given playwright. Our best artists help us see. And at Profile, each year, we use a different writer's unique perspective as a lens that helps us see our shared world in new and surprising ways. With Satellite, Profile is always looking for new avenues to deepen our audience's experience of the art, pulling back the curtain, providing insight, and giving our audience a glimpse of the act of creation. And now, welcome to Satellite. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to part two of our Satellite Podcast, Welcome to Arroyo's Edition. Last week, we talked with playwright Christopher Diaz about his personal connection and inspiration for Arroyo's, and today we are joined by two of the performers, Ben Johnson and Tron, who play the hip-hop duo The Tripnell Cartel in Arroyo's. All right, I am here today with Portland Luminaries, two of the premier hip-hop artists in Portland, Oregon, Milk and Old Grape God, otherwise known as Ben Johnson and Tron, respectively. What's up, fellas? How you doing? What's going down? All right. It's good, it's good to see y'all. Yeah, yeah. So for your uh, profile theater audiences out there who don't know, now you know, um, Milk will be playing Trip and Tron will be playing Nelson in the new show, Christopher Diaz's Welcome to Arroyos. Um, so first, I guess, um, and uh, Ben, I'll start with you a little bit. Um, can you give me a brief history of who you are and what you do and how you do it? Yeah. Uh, born and raised right around here, actually, where we recorded this. Uh, I... Uh, well, dang, just a synopsis of my life. A I short guess. one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, grew up, grew up at the park over here, hooping a lot, playing basketball. And then, so I, for the audiences who don't know where we are, um, can you let them know? Well, we're Northeast Portland, right. uh, Irving Park is the park I'm talking about. All right. Uh, and uh, with that, go get in the basketball. Then I started. Getting into like uh, rap music at a like pretty early age. I think I wrote my first rhyme when I was like eleven, and then I got into high school. I still was playing basketball, but I started. Uh, can we? Should we cuss? Is we cussing or it no? Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, um, I started. You know, started getting into other things other than basketball. <laughs> when I got into high school, that deterred my. Uh, my basketball career so then i started getting into the studio and taking rap more seriously and by the time i turned like 21 i just been rapping really so that's been like 10 years right on yeah trying uh i kind of started rapping late like when i was 22 are you uh, from around here yeah i grew up uh mostly in lake oswego actually but uh moved around a bunch in the greater portland area um but 
Yeah, I started, I was mostly just into uh, like designing clothes and like drawing and painting and stuff for most of the time. And then I started rapping when I was like 22, so 10 years ago, uh, just as an avenue to like get my poetry out. And I didn't really go into it trying to be a rapper necessarily. I love rap, but just didn't think that that's what really what I was going to do. But then started recording poems over beats and stuff and it just i was pretty much there so i started rapping how did you land on uh rap as an outlet i just i write a a lot and i always like wrote a lot so i just you know it was just a form of writing that i really enjoy Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i just wanted to do shit my way so it found like i didn't think that I, i didn't hear any other rappers that were doing the things that i wanted to do with it so that's mm-hmm. why I mm-hmm. figured I'd just do it. And so uh, folks listening can't see this, but when um, Tron said this last thing, Ben started nodding. So Ben, um, you seem to agree with that last statement. Um, were you also like, did you, did you see a similar need, a similar dearth in the rap industry of hip hop artists not doing what you wanted to see out there? Nah, me and Sean are a little different in that way. I think I'm more of like, uh, uh, like maybe a little bit more of like uh I don't know how to explain it. Regular. <laughs> You're not regular. Not, but I'm more of like a tradi- traditional, maybe. Uh-huh. Traditional MC, like an MC's MC kind of dude. Yeah. The reason why I'm shaking my head at Tron is because there definitely is like a void. He definitely like filled a void and like just coming, and, and at least in our scene, and just coming in and with a whole new perspective and different sound than everybody and, and like, like doing your something that was lacking was somebody like doing their own thing completely mm-hmm. so yeah that's what I was shaking my head it agreed the Port- the Portland rap scene is just uh, it's a lot of things actually mm-hmm. but mostly it's just everybody's just angry <laughs> because nobody really gets talked about how they want to get talked about or they're not they're not like you know the media here doesn't cover us really, and we get ven- the good venues don't book us for shit, and if they do, they treat us like shit, and uh, so everybody's just angry. <laughs> and Tron, for you, how has the hip hop industry in Portland been? I mean, it's been it's been it's been interesting. I played so many different types of shows in the last ten years, and like how the scene or whatever evolves but mostly it's just like at this point i only kick it with the people that i actually fuck with their music or their art mm-hmm. and i just don't go out to other shit i don't try to make new friends or anything like that i'm just like i know who's dope and we just we make our we spend all our time just making shit right. better things you know right because it's like we're not going to wait if the city already doesn't necessarily appreciate us in those ways. It's just like, why would we do that? You know, the internet exists. So people appreciate us outside of Portland a lot more. Is that right? Yeah. Tell yes. me more about that. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, it, in when the underground for hip hop and shit and the way it's presented, especially in this day and age, it's the same, whatever, whoever's popping the time five artists, you know, it's just, you're inundated radio tv social media and so you have to really want to like seek out dope independent artists underground artists you actually have to want that and that is a real niche 
And here, just being in a smaller city and, you know, not broadly diverse in West. Portland? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, there's just, there's not a huge market for hip hop in general. And then within that, the underground and the people that are really heady about it and really care, like, they're just lumped in with all the fucking people that are making Drake songs. <laughs> or, yeah, Drake type. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. just like everybody gets lumped into the same thing. And so nobody's appreciated for their nuances or what makes them special. It's just like, oh, you're a hip hop artist in Portland. You know. Right. Yeah. Me, right. me and Sean are lucky in that way that it seems like we're embraced by certain pockets of national. Like, you know, we might get covered nationally. Before we get covered locally, we just got lucky that way. I don't know why it is. Well, it's it's and it's interesting how in the the twenty first century, um, uh, the internet has kind of like democratized things and can yeah. both like get you around the gatekeepers and also, as you said, like get you out to the people who might appreciate your work who wouldn't normally who wouldn't like necessarily do so where you're at you're not you're not limited to these limited markets yeah i would also say like in the rap scene with in portland which is different i think from any other music scene every kid here that raps is from portland pretty much you know what i'm saying we're all from here we're all we i like most of like every rapper that has done anything in the city i know on a personal level <laughs> way before rap like we hoop together i hoop with their son or like i is that know, like uh mike capes and yeah i knew all the bogan so I was a, mike bogan's not from portland but capes is uh but yeah i knew all them when i was like a little kid like like we've everybody knows each other so it's like the the portland has a huge has a ton of people that are in the hip-hop but they don't they've moved here they're like transient people, or not transient. They're they're out of towners that moved to Portland, and like they don't for some reason that audience doesn't ever hear like the local rap scene for whatever reason. And is the scene here then? Uh, like 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 is there like one uh like a like a studio producer that produces that that like you know cultivates the local talent or everybody kind of all doing their own thing? Super splintered off now. Yeah. It used to be back in the day. It used to be more centralized. Right like now, even just the way rap is now, there's so many different pockets and subgenres or whatever you want to call it that people do that everybody's kind of off doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. So there's not like one centralized studio or producer or anything. Which, they, is, which it, is tough in a small town, I would think. Yeah, but the way you can record now, it's so easy to record that everybody's just going to try to record themselves you know do their own studio yeah, right yeah, yeah it's also cheaper that way yeah exactly yeah. right yeah yeah. yeah yeah i record all all my homies pretty much yeah they right. all come through my spot to record it. oh that's cool that's yeah. cool um uh uh ben you talked about how um you were a more traditional style rapper yeah uh, who've been some of your influences people you, you look to oh man I could go all day. Uh, probably like the first, like when I was younger, ran it like in Portland, like especially in the nineties, we thought we were part of the Bay. So everybody was bumping like Bay area rap all the time here. And I'm talking like E40, mm -hmm. Bob music, Mac ball, Mac Dre, obviously, uh, and all that type of shit. So that was just always in my background, but I was kind of like, I just did it. I fuck with that music and I still do to this day, 
because it's like great party music at times and shit like that but i think it made me go to like east coast hip-hop like i'm an east coast like hip-hop head for sure and my and my bro i have older brothers and that's what they were listening to a lot too so like my early influences are like nas biggie uh big l uh early jay-z uh, right uh right. red man method man all of wu-tang clan ghostface mm -hmm. killer raekwon i love ghostface and raekwon so like that's kind of like my like staple of mcs and like i grew up like really like listening to and studying then i went back and did my research like cool g rap big daddy kane rock him like all that like all that shit is like what I really fuck with. So that's why I think that I'm more like a traditional. Right. Got you. Yeah. Got you. And Tron, I know you said that you're more of a non-traditional guy and you had, and you wanted to do, do uh, stuff that really wasn't being done out there. But are there people who have influenced you? Are there people outside of hip hop who have influenced your, your rap? Oh yeah. I mean, like it's funny cause the Bay area influence on like Portland is just like, that was is the closest thing it's like rooting for the seahawks you know it's like we don't have a right. football team so uh like mac dre bay area music like hyphy music and shit is still like my favorite shock g and like digital underground and like right. the the intersection of like funk and hip-hop is kind of like is usually my favorite shit because and and things that are that are playful you know i like you know but all my favorite rappers just coincidentally are like from the bay for me, I just like I I like all kinds of music and all kinds of rap. And so, one track I might be rapping East Coast style. You know, like I fuck with Wu Tang and RZA. It's a huge inspiration for me, and ODB and stuff. And you know, I'm more about the personality and how that overlaps with technicality because it's the personality that comes through in the music. And while I like take a lot of pride in the technical aspects of my like writing. The delivery and the energy on my songs and the music, how, like the the sounds, the actual way it feels is like that's where I can be experimental and stuff. And Got so you. Got I'm not you. trying to do shit to be weird or like a separate nah, from the weird. culture. It's just weird. like it's just the evolution <laughs> where I see the the future of it, you know. And right. and like Prince is like such a huge fucking influence on me that like he made everything. So it's like I couldn't. I couldn't say that I would be, you know, one style for now, and I might change next year or whatever. But. Yeah, I always, I always tell people that, and, and, and I think that's true about, about all the artists I respect the most. The edgiest thing is excellence, yeah. you know, and uh, and trying to cold. do whatever it is that you do, like like really, really well, you know, and then everything else will come after that, you know, and, and people who are just going for the shock effect. I think a lot, of, you know, a lot of time, you know. Uh, leave me cold or rub me wrong, wrong way or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, and I feel like I've gotten written off as just being weird for weird sake, like, in the past, you know? And it's like, but I still will wrap circles around, like, a lot of the other people that mm -hmm. take themselves super seriously, and so... Right. Uh, so, um, has it been interesting, then, um, uh, giving y'all's relationship to hip-hop, to all of a sudden be in a play where you play hip hop artists, uh, what has that been like for each of you, thus far? Uh, it's been cool. It's uh, you know, it kind of a chance to expand on it because, you know, in my personal music, I try so hard to just be myself and reflect that. So then adapting to this character, I'm like, 
all these little compromises and things that are for the character. It's still like, it's a constant checking with myself of like, this doesn't feel right. Even though this is a character, this isn't me. So there's times where I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't do that, but I guess the character would do that. And so I'm like, I'm inching there by still trying to keep grounded in like what feels real to me and is not, you know, contrived based off of the script or whatever like that. And, uh, and also as being hip hop artists that care about it, our constant back of our mind is like, is this corny? <laughs> you know? And so, right. Uh, because we have no experience with theater and the way that it's been reinterpreted or whatever appropriated for this context, you mm -hmm. know, but I think that it's at least in this play, the use of hip hop isn't really disrespectful to it. Even if the, like the lines aren't like, uh, yeah. you know hard bars it's just part of storytelling but it's yeah. not like a musical throughout the whole thing where they're all doing all this other shit to yeah. you know be edgy in that way of like we're bringing this urban you know thing into a place that's just for rich white people for mm -hmm. them to you know right see with no other context and no other previous context so yeah 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 it's interesting i was just uh talking to the playwright today and he was just talking about for him it's a very personal play about it like a certain period in his life and he just you know guy like, grew up with with hip-hop yeah. um uh ben how about for you how how's the journey been thus far uh it's been cool uh actually i think the dude is a lot like me in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> uh so like i like the the, the playwright Who's... no the the trip my character trip <laughs> uh well i've kind of like created a backstory of his it's very similar to mine right that's so, <laughs> really yeah. what it is but but uh it's uh i yeah i i like the character i like uh i like to play i mean i i it's cool to play i mean playing a white rapper i mean that's gonna be pretty easy for me I think. <laughs> right right on <laughs> right on and somebody i can tell like the the love that the playwright has for the music you know like yep, that man. really yeah, like Tron said, you know, he's not motherfucking Andre 3000 writing out the bars and shit like that. But that's that's beside. I had to get past that part. I had to get past the the actual rap. My like, brother, it's not a rap play. It's not right. It's not about like how amazing, you know, how good the rapping is in it because it's such a small part of the the overall piece. But and I can tell the playwright really does love like hip hop. Like really yeah. thought about it, cares about it wants to present it in the right way gotcha i even by like some of the slang or just some of the references I, I i'm able to tell that like he he paid like if he was listening to ghostface in 2004 in new york then he knows what he's talking about yeah. gotcha gotcha um well we're almost at time but i feel like we would be remiss if we did not take a little time just to listen to some music so first we're going to listen to this piece from uh Ben Johnson, known on stage as Milk. Dank like Frank White, do it big in the apple. Give him the Addy, he delivered a mackerel. Hit it with some mask on, slid him the satchel. Didn't get the full boom, still gotta live with the shrapnel. Fetty Wop hitting the capsule. Hitting the block, judge hitting the gavel. Top boy, there's no middle in manual. Looking like I play mid center for manual. Bending like that. All right, that was fantastic. And now, um, uh, if you're out in the Portland area, um, you will hear this from uh, Old Grape God. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, and I also highly recommend that all of you um, out there listening go to uh, YouTube and look for Old Grape God and look for Milk, um, and you can and you can watch their uh, music videos there, which are all like really super professionally done. Um, shout out to Noah. Yeah, shout out Noah Porter. Oh, is it, is it the same guy? Did yeah, it's, it's our homie. Done yeah. most well, of my yeah. videos and a couple a few of his. He does good work. Uh, well, Milk. Well, old grape god, Ben, Tron, thank you so much for stopping in and talking with yeah, us this thanks afternoon. For us. Yep. Thank thanks you. for having us. You can check out more music from Old Grape God and Milk on Spotify and see them in their theatrical debut, Welcome to Arroyos, directed by yours truly, from February 9th through February 26th. We look forward to seeing you there. One love and peace out.